When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Happy New Year. Hopefully all your acquaintances were left behind and welcome to 2024. Right. Day no, two. No room for casual acquaintances. <laughs> no room for casual acquaintances. Um, so I posted the meme, the scene, the iconic scene on my feed on New Year's night. It happened mm. to pop up. Yeah. And so many people messaged me and were like, oh my God, best movie, best movie, best part. I'm like, I know. It's such an iconic. I told you that is just the core memory of my brain. Yeah. And I love that that conversation came up right as New Year's was approaching and I got to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Did you watch the movie? No. Oh. I just I just happened to check out the the meme and I, or the photo. It wasn't even a meme. It was just a photo. It like, is oh. a feel. As soon as I knew which scene you were talking about, though, it is such a feel good oh scene God, from that ball, movie. It's just the best. We're talking about Sex and the City, mm-hmm. the first one, really the only good one. Yeah. Oh, that diet coke burned. That's how it Spencer be. came over. She was late, y'all. Listen to what she did to me already. Okay. She was late a little bit, and she's like, hey, I needed to go get a large Diet Coke. I'm, I'm on my way. And I was like, wow, I would have really <laughs> loved a large Diet Coke. <laughs> so Mike actually went and got me one. You just did that so he would be the superhero, right? Yeah. Start yeah. the new year off strong. I mean, usually if I ask you if you want something, you say no, and yeah. I just didn't even think about it. I just stopped okay. real quick on the way. So next time I won't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake again. Uh-uh. But it's okay. I forget. Coffee is going to be a no from Wendy, but a Diet Coke. Right. Yes. I'm a every time. Listen, this is a hot take. And actually at the end of this episode, I wanted to find a list of ins and outs like that you and I could quickly banter off. Just Oh, we're you know. totally doing that. Yeah. So I have a little list going, but this is a hot take that I prefer coffee at home versus Starbucks. Now I love um Brugger's hazelnut and Panera hazelnut. For some reason, those speak to my soul and get in my veins. But you know what? Like on an average day, if you're going to Starbucks I'm good. I don't need it. No, yeah. I will go. You know what I'm saying? Like if we're doing girls trips or if I'm just out and about shopping and in Target, yeah. yes, I'm going to have a Starbies. I don't need it. Oh, 
Okay. Did throat. your throat need to say something? It did. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if it's a drip coffee, I do like drip coffee from home. I'll drink it anywhere, but I more often than not prefer espresso. I don't know that I've ever seen you drink a hot coffee. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, you're usually an iced... All year round. I don't think I've ever seen you or heard you drink a hot coffee. I know that. I I've made coffee here. I've had hot co- coffee. Yeah. I've made, used your Keurig to make coffee before. Okay. But, and I have a Keurig at home. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I very occasionally, if it is real cold and mm-hmm. I'm going to be like outside. Yeah. Then yes. It's the spot. But even then it's still espresso is my, my preferred choice. I like the flavor more. It's obviously more caffeinated. Yeah. But I love like an unsweetened I don't want any sweetener in it oat milk latte if it's hot mm-hmm. that is that's your fave the best you um, know what really grosses yeah. me out speaking of coffee is Keurigs and I even clean mine I, I descale it and clean it mm-hmm. very regularly but when you really think about it and sometimes when I'm putting water and I use bottled water in the base yeah in the basin thing it's real nasty looking like the stuff that grows on the side quickly I don't have anything that grows on the side of my, like the, you're talking about the water canister thing. Mm. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah, I do. And I'm like, ew. And I even clean them. I change out my filters. I have tons of filters. I do the vinegar. I run it through. I do all the right things. Now my one at work doesn't get it because the water doesn't sit in the reservoir. And maybe Mm. it's because I don't use it as frequently as some, I don't know, but yeah, it just has like a weird, and I even use bottled water because we have well water and I'm not, I don't know what I'm drinking. What kind of minerals am I drinking? (laughs) I don't know. But even at home, I prefer like a French press coffee. If mm-hmm. I'm making myself a hot coffee, I would rather a French press yeah. than Keurig. You're Keurig so is fancy. just easy. Keurig is easy. And I like to doctor it up myself. I like it to be just enough sweet, but I'm not overly sweet. Some of them, oof, like it really is coffee with your creamer. And I just, I'm like, how do no. you drink that? Just a, just a little splish splash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do prefer espresso. So I am a slave to Starbucks. Yeah. Because it's just easy. It is easy. It's just easy. Pop on in, drive through, boop, you're done. Now, if I ever want to make the investment in like a real espresso machine, because I have an espresso. Oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. But the pods are so fucking expensive and I don't like. So it's just worth going to go buy your own. Yeah. Because I mean, go buy one. Yeah. Because one pod is like one shot of espresso, maybe. So I'm using like four pods to make myself one coffee. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, I just spent $5 on pods to make my coffee. Like, that's literally what I would have paid just going and getting it at Starbucks. So I really don't use it. And And that is a waste at that point. You know what I also feel like is a waste? Freaking groceries. It is Uh, honestly sometimes just cheaper for us to go eat out. Quite literally. Because buying a meal, like if I know the intention of like what my menu is going to be and I buy that meal, it is all over 60 bucks. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Is, and then I got to clean the kitchen. Yeah. And I saw a video about uh, that recently. And this guy was like, yo, like boomers want to tell millennials that we're broke because we go out and buy our coffee and buy our, you know, ordered Postmates or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I just went to the grocery store and spent $200 and I got two bags of food. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, it, it's no longer cheaper to go to the grocery. If you want to have a taco night, it doesn't make sense for you to go to no, the store God and no. buy all your stuff. To have a taco oh, night. Oh, no. I'm hitting up wines down the street and but getting the five ninety nine taco bar. And it's true. Yeah. No, it is very true. Like. Very true. It is no more expensive to buy groceries and cook at home unless you are going like super budget and we're talking like you're eating ramen and pasta 
with some tomato sauce, you know, mm. like I had some ramen the other night and even Fisher was like, mommy, I want that. I was like, yes, you do, buddy. Why uh, is ramen so good? It's so good. Why? And I am not even a ramen snob. I'll take it anyway. Oh, cup me of, too. Cup of noodles. Give me a block the, of it. The cheap packs. Yeah. Oh, six for, mm-hmm. it used to be six for a dollar, like 12. And now it's like six for a dollar 89. We always have those uh, in my pantry because for a quick, I don't know what I want. Yeah. You can doctor that up no matter which way. Hell yeah. You want it a little thicker, add a little less water. I drizzle some sriracha on it anyway. I take mm-hmm. it. But sometimes I want it soupy and you can even put in some frozen vegetables in there. You can crack an egg in there. You can throw some chicken titty say, in there. You can do whatever you want in there. And it is so good. Yep. It just is. I is. I might have that for dinner. I might be serving up some ramen tonight. Can't be mad. Oh. Um, and I will like go to H Mart mm-hmm. and get the like real deal ramen. Okay. And I'll get some enoki mushrooms and I'll like make it in the uh cast iron if I really want to get freaky. Yeah. Melt some cheese on it. Oh girl, you're doing it. You're doing like a, a gourmet meal over there. I'm looking like one of those mukbang people, but you with are, less eggs. Because I literally those girls throw... eat like forty eggs in one sitting. It's real freaky. Ew. Have you ever watched one of those videos? No. No. I, I need you to watch it. One you just have to be prepared because the noises. The I know the mukbang. I can't deal. I can't. Gonna, I can't deal. But mm-hmm. these women, uh, they're definitely captive <laughs> and doing this against like their will. Content right now because they sit in front of. It'll be like a huge ass cast iron filled with broth and glass noodles and like literally a whole thing of eggs. Okay. And you see somebody off screen will like feed more eggs into the thing, and they're taking whole eggs at a time raw or cooked cooked like hard-boiled uh what uh-huh i it's, bet you that studio or house or wherever there i bet you it smells like rancid no ma'am i said to robbie Mm-mm. one night one popped up and i was like there's no way that these women aren't purging after Ew. how could you eat that many eggs bitch i made I used six eggs the other night to make deviled eggs. Okay. Okay. I ate five of those eggs. I thought I was going to die. I s- okay. I'm not going to uh, lie. I saw your story and it did cross my mind. That's a lot of deviled eggs. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's a lot. Now I love I five eggs. eggs. I do love eggs and I love hard boiled eggs, salt and pepper, throw them in a bag and have those on the boat for a snack yeah. or wherever. I love a hard boiled egg. The yolk I can kind of do without. It's a little chalky sometimes. I love an egg white. I love it on my salad. When I was pregnant, I craved egg on my salad. And this was during, I think I've said this before, but this was during like a salmonella outbreak or whatever it was. And you could like, I don't even care. I I didn't care. But I called around and was like, do you put um, hard boiled eggs on your chopped salad? And people weren't doing it. And I was like, that is so annoying. I want chopped eggs on my hard boiled salad or my heart, my egg. Oh my God. It's got me all in. It's got me like, just, I wanted it bad. I wanted that bad. And they weren't doing it. Do you like deviled eggs though? Not ground and mayonnaise. I don't mess with no mayo. No, but I've it's, made but it's them, not even. But uh-uh, it's mayonnaise in it. People ask me all the time, "Do I eat slaw?" I'm like, "It's mayonnaise." They're like, "But it's not." I'm like, it, "There's mayonnaise in there." Absolutely not. I'm not doing slaw. I'm not doing ranch. I'm not doing potato salad. I'm not doing hard boiled eggs. I don't want nothing with mayo. Do you eat yogurt? No. I, well, coconut milk you'll see in there. Okay, because you could take like plain yogurt. And do that instead of mayo. So I've made it with avocado before. I was going to say, yeah. or like just no, olive oil or yep. avocado. Yeah, avocado? or mustard. You can do it with mustard. I've made them like yeah. that before. And yes, okay. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it like that and that doesn't bother me. I 
fuck with deviled eggs so hard. Oh, I like, love a deviled egg. Any, if it's made the way I want Any it. way, shape, or form, yeah. I love. Eggs are just good. But yeah, it was, but it was a lot. And I was like, I, there's no way. I just ate five eggs. You had the egg sweats. I was like, I'm going to be burping up eggs for all of eternity. Oh, God. But it was great. It. I had a, my whole thing of caviar. I had my deviled eggs. It was great. Loved it. And that's all that matters. Perfect dinner. Is that you were, you were happy and you were content. And I, I love that. Yep. Um, okay. So uh, we hope that you, you know, didn't miss us too much during the break. We did put out our New Year's uh, 2023 recap Patreon episode. Um, put a little preview up of that. So hopefully you enjoyed. We talked a little bit about how we're going to bring back the book club. We are. And do it differently this year. Uh, we have plans where we have plans and we're executing. I have gold myself on Goodreads. I told Wendy earlier when I got here for 50 books this year, because I was so ashamed of myself that I didn't read not one book last year. I did listen to books on audio, but like, I just didn't count those. See those to me, I feel like they're cheating. Now I still count them usually on my Goodreads, but they do, they are cheating your brain. You know, you need to read. Oh, I'm going to count them this year. Yeah, You got to count them. You got to count them. But like last year I looked at my Goodreads and I, I hadn't added any audiobooks. but even then I didn't really, I listened to so many podcasts yeah. that I just didn't have time really to listen to audio. It is wild but. when you think about where you spend your free time. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hard because for some it's, it's podcasts for y'all listening. It should be basically famous podcast. Duh. And then maybe mine. Um, 35 is what my goal is, but now I kind of want to do 40 because you are inspiring me and we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to do our book club. I'm going to make that today. I'm going to get them all. Okay. Do you want me to, should I pick the books ahead of schedule or should we pick them as the, like have two picked out and then we can vote on them probably. Ooh. Okay. In our Patreon group. What if we do this? What What if we put up a story for each month and put two book options? We should do. One box with recommendations. Yep. And then each month we'll pick two books. I mean, which we can do ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll pick two books that we can have people vote. And then we'll put out a calendar of the book of the month. So Done. people can plan ahead. They can shop and get their books while they're on sale. And just have them ready to go. Yes. So we decided, we tried, if you have been around for a while, when we tried to do our book club initially. <laughs> God. God bless. Um, we did a live Facebook thing and it was just a hot mess express. It, it did not work. No. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to do a Patreon episode um, where we discuss the book, yes, but we're going to announce ahead of time. And then that way people can call in to the hotline and share their thoughts yes. and we'll play some voicemails and talk about points about the book. And we're going to do it that way. Yeah. That way y'all are like included in the conversation and you can hear it. And then you can also, like Spencer said, leave us a voicemail because the Facebook one, it was so, it was fun to interact with people, but it was so hard because it, it like cut out. You couldn't understand. It was hard to talk. There was a lot of people there, but it was just hard. So we're going to do it that way. And yeah, it was too many people to make work because nobody knew like when to they could talk and it was just a yeah n- it was not but this is gonna how work we thought it would no, be. this will be a good way to make it work and and that way you and I can talk about it and then again people can call in and put their opinions in it. and that'll be fun for us to listen real time and respond to them and then yep. y'all can respond in your car and pretend like we're there because yep. we basically are um and oh, what's patreon I don't know what patreon is I can hear the questions already patreon it's a platform where creators can like make extra content and um you know it's a way to support the free show that we record for you every week and then 
you know, you get all the extra stuff. Um, we also have a Instagram account that is just for Patreon subscribers that we post on there. And, oh, you get and ex- y'all got to go check out this video we just posted the other day, y'all. <laughs> uh, Can't put it on our real feed because somebody might have sent us something and we tried it. And, and we it were was, really hopeful. And we, we, decided, were. we thought, let's record ourselves. We've never had anything taste disgusting. We, we've never had to like fake anything or not no. post it. Yeah. And y'all... This was, yeah, this was somebody like a potential sponsor that just did. It was not going to happen. So we, we (laughs) are going to start posting more of that kind of stuff there and like exclusive stuff. And Spencer has said, you said it on our last Patreon that we just did that she is going to have a little bit more work-life balance Uh and have more fun. That's her goal. She's going to be able to come over. We're going to have batch recording days we're gonna have content if you've been here for a couple years spencer and i used to have fun on the podcast we would would go to brunch we not that we don't have fun now we don't have as much time well that's exactly it we don't we're strictly work when we get here and we do have fun but a lot of it like we try to cram in eight thousand hours into Mm -hmm. four does not work and it doesn't work and people are like we want to see more of like what y'all are doing but we haven't done anything we just haven't done anything we used to do more events like going places, trips. We're doing that. We're doing yes. it. That's so, so agreed. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna share like the behind the scenes of all that kind of. We have. We're gonna be prosperous. We're yeah. gonna prosper this year. We are. So, anyways, there's um, several different tiers at which you can subscribe, um, depending on how uh, much you'd like to support us. We love you. Uh, we appreciate it. And so you do that. Patreon.com slash basically famous, and that's where we're gonna hold um, book club book episodes. Club, yeah. So. Um, that being said, I already read my first book of the year. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I started it last night and I could not shut it off. I like, I I actually didn't want to stop reading Mm -hmm. to watch the Eras tour movie. I know. Which was Robbie's idea, by the way. Oh, that's really nice. Um, good job, Robbie. Yeah. And he actually like watched. Good. He did have football playing on his phone in front of him, but he, I kept looking. I said, you watch it. Pay attention. Especially during Evermore folklore Midnight's like my favorites. I was like, Ugh. I do have a complaint though. Okay. Uh oh. I really wish she didn't just sing like her big hits. Like, oh, especially yeah. like when during the 1989 era. Yeah. Why? Like, nobody wants to watch Shake It Off. I'm just saying, there's so many yeah. better songs on the album. I did like that album, but I agree. There was other good songs. Even on the Lover album, there was some good yes, songs on there. Yes, especially people, the people that are coming to the era show, sure, there's like the newbies, but they know those songs. They want to be introduced to like mm-hmm. the the stuff that makes Taylor, Taylor, like mm-hmm. what the Swifties really love. Yeah. I just, that was my only complaint. Okay. Um, but we did get to watch the version because it's at home. So we got to watch the version virgin <laughs> version that had the archer um wild dream wildest dreams and then long live Ugh, okay long live. long live is such a good song so good yeah i love that song also robbie go, uh and i were watching it and during the archer one i like looked at him and i was like you hear that line all my enemies started out as friends mm-hmm. i was like that line cut she but she has cut. a lot of she has a lot of uh lyrics that cut like deep Mm-hmm. And then the next song is going to rub a little salt on that cut. Yeah. That's all she yeah. does. That's what she does. Um, but anyways, all that to say, I did read my first book. I started last night. Good. I literally laid in bed until 109 and finished it this morning. I just had to finish. And it was called The Stillwater Girls. Okay. So good. I'll have to remember that one. I read it at a four. 
There's no smut, which I can't tell you the last time that I read a book that was fiction that didn't have smut, <laughs> but it was still good. Stillwater Girls, right? Yes, by said. Minka Kent, who I love. Okay. Not a smut writer, but like good mm, kind of mystery drama writer. Like Her stories always have this twist. And so there were very obvious things right from the beginning in the book that I was like, okay, is this going to pan out to be really obvious? Mm-hmm. Cause I could already guess like the th- things that were being set up. And then I was, anyways, you got the good twist. You got the turn at the end and you were like, holy shit. And it ended up with me crying happy tears at the end. So I love it. Good book. That is a good book. Well, you've had a great start to your year then. Yeah. One out of 50 check. Check. And I'm also on audio. I'm listening to uh, Stassi Schroeder's off with her head. Oh, okay. Yep. Which is probably going to get a three out of five for me. Really? Yeah. I love Stassi. Yeah. I like the book. There's certain things. It's just probably because she's not a, like a writer. Yeah. So, and I get, she's trying to stay on brand, but she uses the term AF so many times Mm -hmm. in the book that I'm like, okay. It's a lot. Enough. It's just like, we can use something else. Yeah. Let's move on to something. Anyway, so I'm almost done with that. So, you know, then I'll be two out of 50. Yeah. I'm good. Girl, you are plowing through. I'm, I'm committed. And the book club is only going to help with that. It is going to help. So sorry, I had to burp. We obviously posted our Instagrammies, which we were super excited about that. And the results will be posted. You'll already have seen the results when you hear this. I was going to say, really fun. This is announced. Um, People feel some kind of way in DMs about uh, the nominees. You guys, we don't make the nominees. You know, we put boxes up before we do the the voting. Y'all do the nominees. Yeah. Don't come at us sideways and DMs. No, granted, this is the first time we've done the Instagrammies. It used to be formerly Bib, Bib Awards, Awards, but obviously since we no longer do Swiping Rest Up. in peace. Rip, yeah. and we are now, you know, this show, we don't, we were like, okay, we still want to do it because people really enjoyed it and it's fun for them. It's yeah. fun for us. So anyways, we've been talking about the Instagrammies forever and thought that this would be the good transition. But yes, we don't come up with the names. Other people nominate them. Right. So anyways, that's that. That's on that. Um, We figured that we would uh, get into some Am I the Assholes that were submitted around New Year's and that kind of thing. Yes. Um, So we'll go through those. And then, yeah, I definitely want to do our ins and outs um, for 2024 at the end. Oh, I think that's a great idea. That'll be so fun. Okay. So let me uh, pull up this first one here. Ooh. Also, you guys don't have to be shy about um, leaving voicemails as opposed to texting. I mean, we'll, we love to hear from you either way, but love to hear beautiful voices. Here's the situation. My partner and I have been together for three years. We both have demanding jobs and are usually pretty busy, so we try to make the most of our time together when we're not working. This year, my husband's ex-wife asked if we could have the kids for Christmas. We agreed, thinking it would be a nice way to spend the holiday and give the kids a chance to spend time with their dad and for them to warm up to me. Um, His ex-wife has only recently warmed up to him dating me, so this is progress. Well, Christmas was a bit of a mixed bag. The kids were grateful and seemed to enjoy spending time with us, but they also fought a lot and made a mess of my office. It was really stressful trying to keep them from arguing, and they seemed to be constantly bickering with each other 
over who got what toy and who is eating what food. Now, my husband's ex-wife has asked if we can have the kids again for New Year's Eve. My husband wants to say yes, but I'm really not interested. I feel like we've already put in a lot of effort for Christmas, and I don't want to spend another holiday with the kids, especially if it's going to involve a lot of fighting and stress. I've tried explaining this to my husband, but he just says that it's not fair to the kids and that we should be more understanding. He also thinks because the kids have been so accepting of me that we should have them around for New Year's Eve as well. I feel like I'm being selfish, but I also don't want to spend another holiday with the kids if it's going to be as stressful as Christmas was. Am I the asshole for not wanting to spend New Year's Eve with my husband's children? No. I mean, coming from a parent, I don't think you're being an asshole I feel like especially it's probably really hard to be a step parent. And if the kids are annoying, I find that'd be really hard. Like my own kids, sometimes it's hard to be around. Well, especially sounds like, like they don't have any biological children themselves. So it's like a childless person marrying somebody with kids and being a step parent that doesn't have biological children. It's like, sure. Like you, you love your, your spouse. So you acknowledge and accept that those kids are now going to be a part of your life. But I think it it's just different. Yeah, but it, and but you also, should be okay to to like not want to spend every waking moment with the kids. Yeah, and if they're not easy kids, I mean, not that kids are easy, but if they're like some kids bicker more well, than if others, they sucked all the joy out of Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. No. If it were me, I wouldn't be jumping up and down to turn around and no. take them on for New Year's Eve and have both holidays right ruined. I mean, as, I as selfish sounds, as that no, sounds, sounds harsh, but it's true. I mean, it's it is because it's like. At the end of the day, they're not your kids. And yes, that comes along with the territory of marrying into and being a step parent. But at the same time, like, I don't think that makes someone an asshole for being like, you know what? I really don't want to do every single holiday. It's going to be like that. Also, them kids need to get in check. Stop bickering. Stop making yourselves. Well, yeah. Like, did your husband just like let them run amok in the house and not parent them? Because I also think like, They've been together three years. They haven't been together that mm-hmm. long. We also don't know how old the kids are. Right. That's true. So, you know, are the kids like toddlers where it's like, okay, toddlers are going to, you know, young yeah. kids. I think it's different. Correcting them is going to be different than obviously correcting a kid a that's like or older yeah. or even a, a kid that's like six or seven is just mm-hmm. going to be different. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think you're the asshole for not wanting them to come for New Year's Eve. I think if you put your foot down and it's your something your husband really wants and you say, no, absolutely not. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah. Because you I mean, are signing up for that when you become a step parent. We talked about that before. Yeah. And that was purposely why I never dated someone with kids in my later 20s, early 30s, like, or not early 30s. I was with Mike. Um, but like my 20s, like I purposely yeah, didn't want to It's a challenging to be, dynamic. And you know that going into it. And you know that you're going to have to make some sacrifices that you're not going to want to do. So yeah, like you said, if you're, if you're just like, no, I don't want them around, period. It right. can't be a period there. Or, or that can kind of come off a little assholey. But also, if this is like the first time really that his ex-wife is encouraging you guys to take the kids. I almost feel like it's like, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Like yeah. just suck it up and take the, I mean, obviously it's after new year's now. So I'm curious what, what like, was done, but yeah. yeah, I think once you are spending more time, you can establish more boundaries, but also it's kind of like just a show of good faith to the yeah. ex-wife that like you do care about your relationship with the kids I, don't well, I mean, know. set boundaries for like when the kids are at your house. You well, know, yes, explain that too. to them like 
we want you guys to be around. I mean, depending on how old they are, this conversation, like y'all got to quit bickering. You got to shoot it straight. Like if they're older, let's say that they're, I don't know, 10, 11, whatever. Yeah. Stop fighting. We want y'all to be here. This is going to be a fun time. We're going to do fun stuff. Stop fighting or I'm going to chop your legs off. Now, if your husband is kind of like, well, I would like them, but whatever, and you guys already had plans, I don't mm-hmm. think you should have to, like, cancel plans. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it is already after New Year's Eve, so very curious what you decided yeah, to do. Yeah, let us know. Um. Okay, next one. Let me pull this up. Okay. So, I am a guy. I'm bi, um, and I've always dated women. You could say I have more of a preference for women in general. I think that's valid to say. However, I am now dating, actually seriously dating, a guy. A very feminine guy, to be honest, but a guy. I wasn't out, and I had never told anyone anything about it except for one of my friends. The person who threw the the New Year's party, I'm assuming, is my oldest friend. I've known him since fifth grade, and he's a little homophobic, but I already knew that. Anyway, I wasn't going to go. I didn't want to climb that specific hill yet, to be honest. So I was just going to skip the party altogether. However, my boyfriend was complaining that we weren't doing anything for New Year's and he's been staying with me and he felt cooped up and bored. He told me it hurt his feelings and felt like I was embarrassed of him and gave me some tough love, told me I was being a wimp. And if my friends are really my friends, that they'll get over it. I realized he was right. So I compromised. I'd take him, but just refer to him as my friend. Ouch. My friends aren't dumb, so I figured they'd put two and two together and we could skip the whole awkward coming out bullshit. So I texted my friend, made sure it was okay to bring a plus one, and I went over with him. It was a little awkward. Most of my friends weren't really talking to him, which I can understand. He's some new person just out of the blue. And one of my friends visiting from California did talk to him and they seemed to get along well. After the party, I got a text from the host saying, what the fuck was that shit? I just came out. I told him he's my boyfriend. I'm dating him. We're in a relationship. And he never responded to my text after that. Ooh. That's kind of Well, this is like a lot of layers of this. First of all, bringing him and introducing to him as your friend is worse, in my opinion, than just not going at all. You don't introduce. Like, you should have known if you were going, you needed to own it and roll with that. Like, that is, that would feel so terrible to be. As the other person. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do that. Um, also why, and listen, I get friendships are layered and the mm -hmm. dynamics are hard, especially when it's someone, somebody that's been in your life forever. But I really hope that you find a way to surround yourself with people that you know, are just going to accept you regardless and that you don't have to hide like this huge part of yourself, especially if you're now seriously in a relationship. It's different if you're bi in the sense that like you just explore somebody of the same gender like sexually, but if you're in a full blown relationship with that person, yeah, you need support from the people around you. Yeah. A good friend, no matter what it is, is going to support you. You should never feel like you cannot, like you said, be yourself around your friends. You should always be able to bring anything to the table without fearing. Are they going to like me? Are they going to be my friend? Are they going to call me out? Are they going to judge me? That's not a good friend. I don't care what you're dealing with. That is not a good friend. You got to be able to be yourself or, or that's not a good friendship. No, that's terrible. So I think the long and the short of it is I think you're a little bit of an asshole for bringing your friend and introducing him to your friend, but I understand why you would yeah. have the reservation there. But I think that well, you, it seemed like it was a valid, a valid one. Yeah. I think you look at this as like new year. 
new your friend ain't serving new you, you any yeah any happiness let's have a refresh Next. find yeah. some friends that are going to be supportive of you and yeah. love you and like actually be good humans yeah and find somebody that's supportive of your lifestyle right. now like if that's the old friend group that you're in then you're going to need to find a new friend group if this is a new relationship that you're seriously committed to yeah you're going to need new friends anyway what are you going to do tiptoe around that forever no you can't do that no that'll suck so yeah and hopefully your partner is not you know upset but I would definitely yeah try and talk to them about that too Make well, sure they're okay with. Or block your friend LS. because obviously he doesn't respond. So next. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. <laughs> I do get it though. It is like, because uh, I've had friends come out to me that like I never in a million years mm-hmm. would have suspected. Yeah. That weren't, you know, your typical straight person. And it's like, huh. Like I have had that where I've had to like take a moment to digest it. And it's not because I was judging them. It's just was like just took me by surprise like not something I would have ever guessed but I still like support them and love them it just took me took me 30 seconds to wrap my head around it but then it's like okay well good well being shocked let's do you then yeah well being shocked is different than being judgy and like not supportive you're allowed to have a reaction to something some new information yeah that's normal it's how you take that information and react to it ignoring your friend or coming at them afterwards of something that you don't approve of, no matter, again, what it is. Yeah. Say you stop drinking in your friend. That happens well, a lot I was just going to say, it's also not even the fact that it was like, this person was coming out as gay to me. It was the secret. Because mm-hmm. you don't expect when you're close to somebody that they keep see- like huge secrets like yeah. that. And so it's that part that you're like digesting. But obviously, I don't think that's the case here. But Right. Um, okay, next one. So my friend is getting married to a guy that our friend group is not in love with. She loves him, though, so we support her. We have known for months that this was a New Year's Eve wedding. I RSVP'd yes months ago with my husband. Several friends and I operated under the assumption that there would be booze at the wedding, especially considering it's a New Year's Eve wedding. Well, I found out yesterday that this was obviously submitted before New Year's. Um... I found out yesterday that it is a dry wedding. Turns out it is because um, her fiance and his family, or because of his, her words, Spencer, because of her fiance and his family. I asked my husband if he knew this and um, said no and was pissed. I texted, <clears throat> I texted my friend and asked, she confirmed this. I told her, sorry, there's not a lot of punctuation here. <laughs> uh, I told her, this is something that you should have told us a long time ago. I told her that my husband and I wouldn't be going because we wanted to spend the night drinking. I texted the rest of my friends about this and oh boy, the group chat went off. This led to several more people backing out. This is not how a bunch of us expected to spend New Year's Eve. Really, the ones that didn't back out are the four members of our 12-person group that are in the wedding. My uh, friend reached out to me and went off. Pretty much, she is now overspending on catering. She's having 20-ish less guests show up than planned, and this is all last minute. I've been called an asshole, a bitch, among other things, for, quote, leading the charge and people not going to the wedding. Am I the asshole? Jeez. That, first of all, I wouldn't want to go to a wedding if they're going to come at me like that and call me all those things. No. 
Oh, that's so hard. And it's all because of the drinking thing? Sounds like it. So I think that depends. Are you just not drinking because you just don't want to do it? Or are you dr- are you not drinking anymore because it's become a problem and you don't want to be around it? No, they're, the wedding is dry. They're pissed oh. because they want to drink. And the wedding is going to be a dry wedding. And they're saying they're backing out because they don't okay, want to go to a dry wedding. You're being an asshole. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't do two things at once. I was doing our in and out <laughs> list. And obviously I can't. Um, yeah, that's really rude. That's such an asshole. I thought she was saying she, no, she's saying that it wasn't. So they RSVP to the wedding. Yeah. Um, it also is mentioned that, uh, they're in their Mm thirties. So we're also not talking about like some 22 year old people. You RSVP to go to the wedding, go to the wedding. Like regardless, you can't go one night without having a drink. You see how fast I switch, right? Switching gears. (laughs) Now I'm mad at you. Now I understand why your friends called you. I'm just kidding. But here's the thing, like, does a dry wedding suck? Yeah, it it, it really does. It is not great. However, <laughs> unless, like, there are other ways around it. It doesn't sound like they're in the wedding or were in the wedding. Again, this was before New Year's Eve. So you could go out to drink before. You could bring a fucking flask in your bag and drink. Like, but also, can you just really you not go to a wedding and have fun without alcohol? Like, if you have the right With people all of around your you, friends, it sounds like right. they have a big friend group. It's you not like you're not going to know you, anybody. You can you can handle this, sis. Like it's it's two and a half three hours. Just just go. You RSVP. Yes, they you are accounted for. They've paid for you. That would piss me off. Well, it would certainly be the end of the friendship. I would not be friends with no. people that decided to back out last minute of my wedding or because <laughs> there wasn't alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like you care so little about me. Yeah. Yeah. That you would rather forego my wedding for a drink? Right. That sounds like you have a problem. That allegedly, does. I'm just saying. That sounds like the opposite of what I was fighting for you for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that ain't good. That ain't cute. So, um, yeah. Anyways, I say to say you're the asshole on this one. I'm sorry, not sorry. Um, okay, last one. So I am in a dilemma about a recent incident involving my neighbor, and I could use some advice. I'm a 28-year-old woman living in an apartment complex, and for New Year's Eve, I decided to host a small get-together at my place. I invited about 15 friends, planning to keep the gathering relatively low-key but festive. I've always been considerate about noise and have never received complaints from neighbors. However, this time around 10 p.m., my next-door neighbor, Linda, uh, knocked on my door. She looked really upset and explained that she's a nurse who needs to wake up early for a shift on New Year's Day. She asked if we could keep it down because the noise was making it hard for her to sleep. I felt bad for Linda, but I also was a bit frustrated. It's New Year's Eve, and I felt like it was reasonable to expect some celebration noise. I promised that we would try to be quieter, but as the night went on, the noise level naturally picked up again. The next day, uh, Linda confronted me and said she hardly got any sleep because of the noise and that it was irresponsible of me to host a loud party knowing that she had to work the next day. I apologized, but mentioned that it was New Year's Eve and I had the right to celebrate in my own home. I'm torn because I understand her need for rest, especially with her job, but I also feel like I should be able to host a party in my apartment on a holiday. Am I the asshole for continuing with my New Year's Eve celebration despite my neighbor's request for quiet? Mm, That's so hard because I feel like when you live in an apartment, you kind of have to assume a little responsibility for people around you because it just comes with the territory and like being you know, cordial and friendly with your neighbors and considerate of others. Mm -hmm. That being said... 
there's got to be a little compromise, right? Like you can't live your life every day without living your life because your neighbor needs to sleep. So, I mean, what was the extent of the party? Like, were you raging or was it like a normal like music and people in and out and she didn't like that? Or was it like you were being obnoxious, had the music up? super loud yeah like you gotta be honest with yourself sis was this like a rager or was was it it quiet and people were like just coming in and and it wasn't really crazy because that's where I would say would differentiate where where you were being an asshole or not because like I said I do understand being considerate of others that's like any neighborhood or any apartment but right that's tough I also think okay I'm just saying so she came over at 9 p.m okay anytime I have lived in an apartment it like I have a cutoff time for when I start to get annoyed with noise. Yeah. If it's a weekend night or like a holiday, mm-hmm. I, like people are good. You just know that that is yeah. the choice you make living in like a shared space, right? Like, you That's know, what I'm saying. there are assumed responsibilities with apartment living. You just know, right. Can't control everything. That's that the ball drops at midnight. Does. Like, yeah. And she's coming over at 10 PM. Like if it's 2 AM and you guys are still partying and the yeah. music's on, that's different. Yeah. 10 p.m. Nah, you're not the asshole for not shutting your party down. Like that's yeah. just dumb. Now, if you kept it going till all hours of the night, that's kind of an asshole move. But right. 10 p.m. Linda can kick rocks. Yeah, Linda. Sorry, Nurse Linda. <laughs> but get, thank you for get, what you do. Thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for all you do. Get some earphones. That's, that's what you what can do to make done. up for her. You should. You should get her a cute little care basket. Get her a, a candle. Some bath salts, bubble bath, and earplugs. And be like, I'm really sorry that you didn't get very much sleep. Some melatonin. Hope nobody died. Give her a thing of trazodone. <laughs> <laughs> Take a long nap, Linda. Yeah. We're going to need you well rested. We're going to need Linda saving lives. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah, no, I think if if it played out that way, like, you know, ball dropped, whatever, everybody kind of goes their own separate ways. You're not the asshole. No, not at all. If you kept her up till 4 a.m., you you a little bit the asshole. <laughs> you, you a little bit, girl. She you was needing to get some asshole. sleep with that call time. She's tired. She's about to know. clock in at the hospital. Also, please look at Maggie right now. This little nugget pop over here. Just sleeping, y'all. I can't. I just want to oh, yeah, squeeze her a little. She's got the little, the, her, sh- the shakes. Oh, my God. Um, I just uh was going to, there was a nun. Hold on. There was a couple follow-ups that I figure we can go ahead and yeah. knock out here in the hotline also. Um, okay, so this one is about the $59 million wedding. Oh, yeah. So she says, hey, girls, I've listened to your most recent episodes about the $59 million wedding. It's also my Roman Empire right now. I'm from Fort Worth, so I was going to give y'all some insight. The police responded to a 911 call reporting shots fired at a residence, and when they arrived, there were shots fired at the police officers, allegedly, LOL. Westover Hills and Westworth Village are rich neighborhoods inside of Fort Worth that now have their own town name. Must be nice to be rich. From what I can see in my research is Madeline's mom is vice president of a board for a fine arts school and does a lot with charities local and globally. This doesn't help answer any questions as to why they let their daughter marry a man who could be going to prison, but there is a lot of talk about city officials being paid off by rich people in that community, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's what's going on here. Mm, interesting. Very interesting. Listen, money gets people by a lot Mm -hmm. and I ain't saying it's right 
it just must be nice must, because must be nice. Wouldn't God, know. not Wouldn't us. Know. We would be going to jail over a pack of gum because we don't have anything to pay off. We're like, sorry <laughs> to the slammer. All right. Looks like we have a voicemail also. Hang okay. on one sec. Girls, I have been listening to all of your old podcasts and <laughs> I just came across the take two podcast. Uh, that was the title. Where y'all had recorded, well, to not re <laughs> And let me tell you, that episode was hilarious, and I just wanted to let y'all know. And yes, I feel like a weirdo that I've been listening to all your old podcasts, but I've been doing like manual labor type work um, that's very boring, and y'all have kept me laughing. And it's kind of cool to listen back to old episodes. And anyway, uh, I just want to tell you that the Take Two episode had me bursting out laughing multiple times. I don't remember what that episode was. Do you? Take Two? Yeah. I don't remember what we talked about, but that was the episode we recorded all the way through, but we didn't actually record. Oh, and we also oh my, had been drinking. Yes, that was like season two or one. Well, that's what she was saying. She's oh, gone back and she's listening to I old. she meant just the year. No, she's just been going back and listening to old, old shows. Oh, my god! Listen, that is a fan favorite episode. And I that think was it was tough. because we were literally delirious because we, we had were. recorded the episode top to bottom. I will never forget looking at the board and uh, me looking at Spencer and saying it didn't record. And Spencer uh-huh. thought I was joking. Uh-huh. But let me tell you, that is um, that is the plight of podcasting every I don't know a single podcaster that's been doing it for a minute yeah that hasn't had that happen and let me tell you there it is like a punch to the gut because there are just like things that happen right like pieces that come up in conversation or jokes made or tangents taken and it's like you can't recreate those in a genuine way no so it's like okay well now I just gotta like redo it and then it's just sad because then if you had like real golden moments which by the way the first take of that episode was so good top notch I know. um so i'm just really grateful that our delirium ended up in a another now good i need episode. to go back and re-listen to that one yeah that one is definitely Take one two. that just mm. but you know what after that i look at that re- button multiple times throughout an episode <laughs> just so i can make sure it's red just to guarantee you can better believe it because uh-huh. you get burned one good time like that one time in general but the whole episode that feeling when you know when you know that it was so good <laughs> and it didn't matter. It did not matter. And it never saw the light of day because of that one little important feature. It didn't. It hitting record. Really, really sad. Um, okay, so let's. Uh, let's do our list. Yes, let's do our list of ins and outs. Okay. Okay. Spencer I was confused. I literally stopped this so that we could make our list of ins and outs because that's a trend on TikTok. I know, I've seen it. Okay. So- we can do that later, but we don't have to do that right now. We'll do that for Patreon, I guess. Yeah. So these are just ins and outs that I pulled from like a random, I Google so searched it. So they're just things. And then you and I are going to say whether we think they're in or out for the new year. Correct. Ins okay, and outs for it. 2024. Perfect. And these are, like I said, I just Googled it and just kind of compiled this list. Okay. All right. Trend, like styling clothing trends that are not cute on you. Out. Oh, they're out. Yeah. Like people try to wear stuff because. Yeah, no, life's too short. And it's just dress. We got to stop. Dress what makes you feel good. That's right. Stop. Stop. If it doesn't look good on your body, don't wear it. Or even if it doesn't look good, but you feel good, wear it. And that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy lifestyles. 
Oh, in. And I feel like there's a big push right now for um, all the things homegrown, healthy. We're making, it's probably because damn groceries are so expensive. You probably. have to. People are turning to homesteading. If you want to eat food, you have to do that. Yeah. I'm about to have my garden back next year. Sure oh, I've been, I've been thinking like, I wonder how I could start a sourdough starter. Could I do Ooh. that? I've always wanted to do that. God, but like so much work. You have to, like, that's what I'm it saying. All the time. Like, who has do I have that? the dedication? I don't know. I don't. I can Doubt tell it. you that, but I really Doubt want it. to try it. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley Cups. Oh, in. Sorry. In. No, the excessive buying of Stanley Cups, yeah. I'm going to say out. Listen, I... But I have my Stanley. I love my Stanley. I'm going to continue using I my Stanley. I do like my Stanley. I, I do. I like it. Um, but I went... Yeah, same. I went hard. I bought, 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 bought. Every time there was a new release, I'm over the new releases. I'm, I'm over the drops. I'm over seeing them push every single time a new one. It got me the first go round, and I bought like 15. And now I'm like, If I see a that. color I really like, then I'm going to buy it. But like... But you got to fight people for it. I wanted that pink and gold when that released. And pink and gold. Oh my God. It was the one so for the Valentine's cute. Day. No, that was oh. pink and red. The pink and gold one, like a month ago, I even set an alert because I really wanted this one. And I didn't get it. And it was so beautiful. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, I don't even know which one you're talking oh, about. But I was in beauty. Target before Christmas when they had all the tie dye ones. Mm-hmm. And they had just set the end cap. And I, yep. there was three women over there looking and. I went over and I looked and I put a couple in my cart and then I was like, why am I doing this? Yep. I'm not like obsessed with either of these colors and you don't need them. So if I really like the color, I'm going to buy it. Like I just bought one that I really liked. It's a very, very pale pink. The one that I have with mm-hmm. me today. But otherwise, no, yeah. we're not going to buy 8,000 Stanley's. No, we already just did to that. Buy them. <laughs> we already did it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We don't need to collect those. no. Um, baggy jeans, like the baggy jean trend. Okay. I'm not into baggy jeans, but I am into like loose pants, like my pants that I have. Like I love a wide legged pant. Mm-hmm. I don't love wide leg jeans. I'm just going to say it. Okay. Still rocking a flare. I love a flare. Oh, I love a flare. I've been rocking my same pair of R&B flares for 15 years now. Yeah. Swear to God. Not mad them. about it. Um, baggy jeans actually grew on me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Oh, I, up. I know I told you Fisher to call me cheesy um I like a baggy jean now some some of these cargos look like we're about to hit the wood shop I'm not into those exactly but I like I like baggy jeans I think they're still in see that's done kind properly. of the only way that I do like a baggy jean is if it's a cargo so I saw a pair the only pair that I was and I've never tried them on so mm-hmm. I, well actually I have tried a pair of cargo pants on and maybe that's why I've got beef with them because I looked like I was headed out to the wood shop um, but I saw recently a new pair where they're cinched. You tie the bottom, and I think that might be cute with like a little heel yeah. and a fitted top. I haven't sure. tried them on yet. Very, but I'm still into it. Two thousand one. I know it is very like boy band. Though. Very ninety eight degrees. <laughs> I feel like they wore it first, probably. Um, drinking alcohol. I mean, in but not excessive. Yeah, I same. think I think like it's not cute to binge drink. Um, we're not, nor, we're not nor can we time deal hungover. Yes. But like, you'll be pulling a dirty martini out of my cold dead hands. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a big push right now. If you see people are like really going hard with like not drinking anymore, like people, it's, it's a movement. I don't well, know. I think it ties to the health thing and like, that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, I'm all for it either way. Yeah. Binge okay. drinking out, drinking in. Yeah. Being hang being hangover, being hungover is out. Like I know my limits and I'm going to stick with my limits. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, shitty friends. Out. Out. We're done. We're done. No time. We we said this, what, two episodes back? We're matching energy. Yep. 
you give me nothing, I give you nothing. You're an asshole, I'm an asshole. Yep. Like that's how this is going to work moving forward for every single person listening to this podcast, you included, Maggie. Stop chasing the dogs. <sighs> Chloe next door does not want to talk to you. Stop. <laughs> um, get ready with me videos. Um, ooh. You know, I kind of I kind of still dig them, but I think like not everybody should make them. Okay. I I was originally going to say out cuz I'm over them, but I kind of agree with that actually. I think it's I'm seeing the wrong ones. Yeah. I don't mind them because I enjoy watching like videos of makeup and like what you're using, but maybe, maybe that's actually what certain people I could watch them do get ready with me all yeah. fucking day. And everybody else seems like a try hard and okay. like they're trying to hop on a bandwagon. So I agree with that. Yep. I'm kind of, I'm kind of wishy-washy on that one. No, I, I, I'm not mad about that. Um, people having big families again. Out. Nobody can afford it. So expensive. <laughs> like <laughs> nobody I... can afford it. Like and just no. It's a lot. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. You do you, but it's just a lot. Okay. Uh overspending. Like buying frivolously. Out. 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 I'm telling y'all. This is basically our list. Out. When you're not I doing talk this anymore. Nauseum about, about erasing debt and reducing spending I feel so and passionately like, about it yeah and yes we Spencer and I've had we're we're making moves we are making moves we're and gonna be financially savvy. literate mm-hmm. uh girlies yeah because stop with the Amazon hauls we're real irresponsible <laughs> we are we're not that smart but we have made great progress we have we're being very mindful and of our we spending. will continue that progress. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I encourage all of y'all to do so because again, like I'm not trying to be funny. You when don't I say this. need all the cheap shit that on you Amazon, see everybody. It's shilling. too much. It's every video for me on my feed. It's really pissing me off. <sighs> okay. Selfies and forever for me. Sorry. I know my angles. I'm yeah. I'm going to say in. If you're feeling yourself, I don't give a damn what generation Z XLMNOP tells you that you can't do a selfie. Yes, you can. You know your angle. If you want to do a kissy face, do a kissy face. If you want to do a peace sign, do a peace sign. We know our angles just like they do. And I'm going to hit a selfie if I feel like getting a selfie. <laughs> Get off of us. Okay. Um, McMansions. Everybody building like a McMansion. Out. Out. Right. I, I am all in for a little rancher. Yeah. Um just enough space. I don't want to be crammed, but these excessive homes. No, I think we're done. I think people are over. I think people are like, "Mm -mm, we're done with this. So, okay. While we're on the topic. Yeah. Because I also think all white, everything is out. Like we just moved in to our townhouse and it is literally all white, everything. And Mm -hmm. I just am like dying to start darkening shit up, Mm -hmm. adding some color back to my life. Now I still need a clean palette because otherwise my brain gets a little cuckoo cake out you know chaos all that yeah um but all white everything out now one thing i will say tying back to the awards that mm-hmm. i found really interesting is a lot of people in the category of least favorite type of content I said home builds it, yeah and remodels because let's have a little self-awareness yeah. like the influencers that are able to do those things are super fucking fortunate. It's so few we are in between on, that's relatable content. We are on the fringe of a depression. That's right. And people can't afford that shit. And 
Like, I think there is one thing about watching like aspirational content, mm-hmm. but at past a certain point, it starts to feel In very showboaty, yes. braggy. You yeah. have that money and you have that accessibility because mm-hmm. of the people following you who that have trouble, can't. who have trouble buying their fucking groceries, but they're swiping up on all your things. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And you're exactly right. And when we were going through all of that, it also like, if you put it in perspective, even from people who let's say you're not rubbing pennies together, but you're living like your baseline life, like uh, the generalized medium of everyone. Mm -hmm. Like we're an average family, right? Mm -hmm. Even then the excessiveness of the remodeling and knocking, like you buy a house and you're like, this is our dream home. And then you're knocking out walls and bathrooms and changing literally everything. It's, it's, it when it doesn't need to be changed. No. And it feels so it's like a home that's three years old. What? And it just feels so in your face. And like you said, it's, it's, I think it's getting harder for people to watch myself included, mind Mm -hmm. you, and you, you know, for us or whatever, but like, it's really hard to watch that all the time and take that in without feeling like you need to be doing that, like for it to creep in your head. Yes. And I think people, us also in this statement, we're done. We're done watching it. It's not fun anymore. Also sponsored ad stories. People hate those. And I absolutely understand that that's how influencers make money. But I also think it's going to be the demise and fall of some because people are no longer watching and tuning into their engagement anymore. They're not wanting to swipe up anymore on their ads or their sponsored their post. So they're losing that traction. Whereas people are tuning into accounts that are fun and lighthearted and sharing memes and sharing, like you said, inspirational things. It's okay to do a project, a DIY or something, but it's not in this egregious way of like, wow, this person has, you know, the accounts you watch them and you're like, holy shit, how much money do they have? Yeah. And if you're only sharing nine story slides during a day and five of those are sponsored content, people are going to stop watching. Tuning out. Now, that being said, I don't have, personally, I'm only speaking for myself, I don't have a problem with people that are, we want to see their lives, right? Influencers are going to share their lives. I don't have a problem with people sharing bits and pieces of, you know, just to share some of what they're doing when it's things like building a home or a remodel or whatever. Obviously, that's something going on in their their life. But- and it, I don't have a problem with it if it's like a, a normal, quote, normal, yeah. modest home. There's a way to it do it. The, There's like, a way to share. obnoxious, six, $7,000 square feet homes where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like, no, we, nobody cares. No, no, there's a way to share content. I like watching HGTV and renovation shows. I genuinely enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I like watching a renovation. I like to do, and I like to do that at my house. I like to pick a room and do it. But that's the thing. Like you're doing it slowly. It's not like you can afford, I can't afford to go in and change every single thing about my house. Right. And there's a lot of labor of love that goes into what I'm having to do too, because we do have to do some of it ourselves. It's not like I'm paying people to do everything for me. And then I'm complaining on my stories about yeah. it. That's not the way to share Living that. in your already large, comfortable home yeah. to build your new large. People enjoy home. watching yeah. it. Like you said, all of our favorite people that we enjoy watching. Yeah. I want to see what you're doing. I tune in your stories for a reason. Right. But again, I'm not complaining about every little thing. All it just people, we're just done with that. We're just done. It's done. It's done. Excess of anything is out. And that's exactly it. Home, complaining, farting, eating eggs, whatever, whatever (laughs) it is. (laughs) Dogs. I'm in. 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 I will never trust somebody. That hates dogs. That hates dogs and or like doesn't have any kind of pet. And not give 
there are circumstances where people yeah. can't have pets. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about people that like just never had one, just never one. had one, don't want one. What is wrong with you? Yeah. That's weird to me. I know. Not, weird. Not me talking about wanting to eat Maggie's face off earlier because she's so freaking cute. Y'all, I, this dog is literally the best studio dog. I swear to God. Like, look at her head is on my, oh my God. She's a perfect baby. She really is. Also, people that complain about dog hair. Oh my God. I and have dogs and it gets on my nerves. Ugh, this but, dog uh, hair is everywhere. But that's different. I'm talking about like people that will be like, I don't want, I would never have a dog because of all the hair. Oh, 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 oh. I hear that all the time. Like when people are like, oh, what kind of dogs do you have? I'm like, golden retrievers. They're like, oh my God, I would love goldens, but I just can't deal with the hair. Oh, okay. Got you. Okay. Then don't have a golden. It's fine. But, or like, don't come over to my house. Don't come over to my house and complain complain about dog hair. Like, (laughs) it's fine. Right. Uh, Long nails. Um, I'm going to go out. Well, depends on the length, but I'm going to go out. I'm out for long nails. Okay. I've, been, I've had my nails short for a while now, and I'm, I'm happy like with it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like a long nail. Um, back in December, I had a lot of, like, stuff that I needed to do, so I had a short square nail, and I love a short square nail. Mm-hmm. But I do feel the best when I have my oval nude nail that I have again. Now, they're not super long. They're they're short. I would consider those medium. Yeah. And I'm I'm okay with a medium length. Yeah. But, I, but I mean, long nails I like, and I feel, man, I'm going to hit a Z-snap with a long nail. But let's be real, y'all. They're not practical. They're not, if right. you're having to close your finger and use your nub, we're done. We're done. The nail is too long. Is. If you're doing things like punching yep. it with your... Time to stop cut the it. nails. It's time. I, done. Um, which also goes into... Uh, I think I saw it in our submissions, but people clicking. Do you oh. this, y'all? Gets on my damn nerves. And I know it's for the ASMR crap. I know. That doesn't bother me. Drives me bonkers. It doesn't drive me crazy if you're doing it for ASMR because that's what your account is. But for the average girly <laughs> on a social media thing, and they're like, stop that. Stop it right this instant. Got me all in a tizzy again. See how I get worked up. I mean, it's so annoying. And they're like, like, stop trying to do that or go beyond a damn AMSR, AMSM. Exactly. Okay. Concerts, like live shows, out in. You don't like a live show? Oh my God, I live for one. I, this is a hot take. I'm not a concert girly. No. Um, but I also can't just sit and listen. There's very few people. That's part of, I think, why like I'm such a Taylor Swift fan mm-hmm. is because she's one of the few people where I can listen to an album start to finish without getting bored in the middle or without finding a, coming to a song where I'm like, I couldn't care less about this song. I need to skip. And a concert, you can't skip. Mm-mm. And it's always a trek and it's always a pain in the ass. So certain, I'm very selective with my concerts. Man, I'm I not in my best life at a country concert. No. My, oh man, in the summertime. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not vol- the first to volunteer to go to a concert. All right, well. Certain ones, but I'm very selective. So they're out for me. Okay. Um, any that you want to add? That was my list that I had grabbed from Google and some places. So oh anything goodness. that you can think of that you want to add? Oh, well, I mean, we had quite a few people mention hair bows. Hair bows. Which I think hair bows are in I for me. It. I love hair bows. I like a hair Did bow. Did you see my whole pack on Amazon as I was talking? They were $10. <laughs> the little clip-in hair bows. I think they're super cute and they're very girly. 
but but bows were never out. Like bows have always been a thing. It's just now you know what's going to get bad. Seeing them a little bit more. Well, that's what's going to lead them to being out. It's like we can't, as a society, get a little something. We got to go so freaking hard and put a bow on everything. Yeah. Some of the Christmas trees. I love bows on Christmas trees. I've been using bows on Christmas trees for I don't know the last fifteen years. Yeah. Do we need a bow on every branch? No. Do we need a bow that is the size of a five foot two human spread? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No. We got to be cautious, y'all. If we like something and we really like it, it is our civil duty. (laughs) This is a reel I need to make. It is our civil duty to not overdo it. Yeah. Use it. Proceed with caution. Don't beat a dead horse. Don't beat a dead horse. I know Rich coming from us. I understand that. But y'all, if you want it to be around for the long haul, you got to pump the brakes. We got to use it in moderation. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Well, I will say that I think is kind of like the, um, the like downside of TikTok specifically, because uh-huh. I don't find that it happens as much on other platforms, but the trends come and go so, so fast. fast with TikTok. Yeah. And I think it's probably has to do with like the younger generations trends like what like but what they're doing all kinds of stuff okay because I was gonna say that's part of like part of our list like if you have a trend that let's say you love um oversized sweatshirts actually I thought that was on my list maybe it wasn't oversized sweatshirts I love which is in by the way yeah I love that trend and I love an oversized sweatshirt now I think there's a again a way to wear it where it's flattering not everyone can buy an extra large and it looks cute on every yeah. single body you got to figure out the oversized also don't wear it as you. a dress like that right. is not or wear it as a dress with cute boots and make it look intentional like it's as a dress don't wear baggy pant jeans and baggy sweatshirt you look like you done robbed someone you're doing the walk of shame that's what it looks like actually but like having a personal style, I love that. I think it's great to have a personal style and knowing what oversized fits your body type versus this, what whatever. But trends like that, stick with them, even if they come and go. Like everyone tries to push the next new thing, which is like our new little thing that we need to do. Like I said the other day, remember that idea? Mm-hmm. That's funny. But I don't know. I feel like, again, we overdo it as a society. And I think we're all guilty of it. Hello, like I said, with Stanley's. I like my Stanley. Yeah. Did I need 15 of them? No. Did I buy 15 of them? Uh, no, 14 though. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing. It's like, yeah. we got to know. We got to pump the brakes. Yeah. We need to do that. But it's everything. It's like content trends and like fashion trends and home trends, all the Christmas decor. Like this year, everybody was into the flocked, flocked ornaments. This and the, year? Yes. And the velvet bows. Okay. I saw velvet bows. And I it was see one flock tree. Messy ash No, not flock trees, um, which I love a flock tree, but the, no, flocked ornaments. What is that? Essentially like velvet covered ornaments. Oh, I like that. I like velvet. But I'm saying that was like, that was a trend that it was like out of nowhere, brown, brown everything. Uh, Crate and Barrel or CB2, one of them was selling brown artificial trees. Oh, brown trees. Literally brown trees. But I'm like, these are trends like they're going to come in and they're going to be gone. Right. Well, remember, was it two years ago flock trees were like the rage? Yeah, that's when I bought my flock tree. Everybody flocked a freaking tree. I'm not a big flock tree fan only because it gets everywhere. That does drive me crazy. And I just love the the greenery, whatever. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. 
But I noticed that people that had flock trees now are no longer doing flock trees, which is fine. You're allowed to change your style, but also hopefully you're hanging on to that because let's be honest, in two more years, it's going to bring it back yeah. around. Well, we got like a non-flock tree this year. My flock tree is the only one that got decorated. I still have, I put it upstairs yeah. and it looks beautiful yeah. and I did like a woodsy theme with it. And it's but that's like what I'm saying. If you have very something tranquil. you like, you should use yeah. that and it doesn't matter. And I, Who cares I think that for everybody, out. that's exactly the point of this. Out. Everybody listening to this if there's something you really like and we're talking to ourselves when we say this stop letting social media tell you what's in and out yeah and that's that is the real yeah that is what it is stop letting and it's mostly these damn gen zers like i said earlier in this show i think um it's up gen zers or it's actually i commented on a tiktok the other day and then people that i actually know or that follow me were like liking the comment and I was like oh god I can't just comment in secret Mm -mm. but she was like um I'm just waiting to pick up my daughter and I'm gonna tell you guys what's in and out and you know just prepared to be triggered millennials whatever so this was like a mom so she's probably a young millennial okay and she's going through this list of like all these things that you know we can't wear and blah 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 like you're not allowed to wear leggings anymore like you have to wear a flare I'm like those are fucking yoga pants and those were taken away from us now we're supposed to wear them again a yoga pant yeah they can't have yoga pants it's not a flare legging it's a yoga pant yeah so anyways she goes through this whole list and so I comment I said cool so I'm gonna continue wearing whatever the fuck I want to wear amen on that (laughs) and everybody started like liking it and commenting but it's true why are we letting a stranger on the internet tell us what's in and out and let's be real like i remember she's watching but true no because she's watching her style trends come from somewhere so like no you're you need i'm done with it (laughs) stop telling us what to do stop telling us what's in and out let us live and and the, I'm tired of rumors yeah, starting. I'm sick of being followed. I'm tired of something, something saying nah, what nah, they nah, want nah, about me. me. Yeah, um, but like, uh, words. God, I'm having a stroke. It's okay. Take your time. White houses. Like when we were talking about this earlier, I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought when we were talking about it. But yeah. like, I love a light house, like light colored stuff. Mm-hmm. But it, I will be damned if somebody's going to come up in here telling me that white is not on trend. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like on the internet. Okay. She's like Just looking like, at me. No, look at me in my no, eyes. No, I'm saying like for that example, no, for, no, no, her, no. for yeah, someone yeah, to yeah. get on Instagram or I'm sorry, TikTok and be like, um, dark moody colors are back in. Not in my house. Not here. Do you pay the mortgage? No. <laughs> I thrive best in light colors. Whimsical, light, beautiful colors. We overdid buffalo plaid farmhouse to the nauseam a few years ago because everybody said you had to have farmhouse and raw wood and old wood from the barn out back. Great. Love it. Did everything have to be that? No. Right. No, it didn't. So stop telling us what to do. I'm mad. I'm hot about this. Let's end this freaking podcast. <laughs> so we don't continue beating a dead horse. Okay, well, um, happy 2024. We love you. We hope you picked some great words of the year. And comment on our, um, we're going to do a banner. Comment on our banner what your word is yeah. so we can like them. Yeah. Um, book club on Patreon. Patreon.com slash basically famous. You know, all the things. Uh, we'll, you know. Post more there. Stop telling us what to do, but love you. Mean it. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO.